In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Blessed fast of the Mother of God, St. Mary, and we're going to continue the series of the fruit of the Spirit. And tonight we're going to cover the self-control, self-control as a fruit of the Spirit. When we say a fruit of the Spirit, that means that the Spirit of God is working in our inner man effectively. The Spirit of God or the grace of God is working in the inner man or the soul of the person effectively to the point the person would bring forth fruits. Like what we heard before, as St. Paul said to the Galatians, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. فسمر من سمر الروح القدس النهارده هنتكلم عليها هي ثمره التعفف. بس الكلمتين مش ماشيين قوي يعني هي بالانجلش سيلف كنترول وبالعربي هي ايه؟ تعفف. هي doesn't look يعني exact similar synonym but they complete each other in its meaning. I'm gonna tell you how. St. Paul described self control and he left it to, as a last fruit of the fruits of the spirit and he said if we and those who are Christ's, those who are Christ's, have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Let us not be, become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. So St. Paul here referring to the self-control as a way that through the inner man of the person, which is the soul, the soul has three aspects, the mind, the feelings and uh, uh, inclinations or desires, and the third aspect is the will, and the will could be appeared in actions. But the maestro, or the leader of the soul, is the mind. What is the mind? The mind is the power of thinking inside every one of us. Through it, we can differentiate between the truth and the false the good and evil, the wise choices and unwise choices. If I have such mind which is enlightened by God, intellect or the mind, or the governor of the soul, which is the mind. And then this mind, he controls our actions, or we would say the senses of the body. Because we have the soul, and the leader of the soul is the mind, and in coordination with the body or the flesh, and this beautiful coordination brings forth the entity of the human being which is living through the power of the spirit. Time. The definition of the self-control is that the person has the authority on his actions, on his desires, on his feelings, on his wills, in order to confront or face the, the temptation of the world, the incl inclination to sins, the desires to sins, and we would say the passions that were inborn passions inside the heart of man. We all born those passions. So after the fall of man, we, we have the likeness and the image of God, we would say it is distorted, not lost, but little bit changed. So we are born with kind of anger, kind of uh, selfishness, 
kind of uh, envy, zeal, and whatever. And now the role of the mind in the self-control or at-ta'affuf to say no to the bad things and to allow the good things. So now, if we, if we try to liken the, uh, or to give analogy of the self-control is like a concert. If you, if you visit a concert, attend a concert and in theater, what are you gonna see? Who is the most important person in the concert? The maestro. And the maestro had his stick in his hands, pointing here and there, and, uh, and, and he allows the violin to work or the drums to stop or ask the keyboard to go higher or to ask the cello to a little, little bit go down. So the maestro is the leader. And the instrument is the body or the flesh and its senses or candor senses. So what, how, how we articulate the work of the mind and of the body. If the harmony is there and there is a great articulation between the instrument and the, and the leader, we would, lead, we would hear a so beautiful tunes coming out of the concert. But if one of the, of the, of the instruments are off, what's going to happen? going to feel something wrong. We would say the maestro is not in control. So the, the day or the moment or the experience or the event that our mind or the maestro of the soul or the power of thinking or the power of choosing loses its control on our carnal senses, our choices, our defense toward temptation, our defense toward sins, then there is a mess inside the man. The division inside the person. This word is not in my vocabulary. Why in Harda I cursed? Why today I flipped out of this person? I didn't mean it. So what happened here? This is a loss or a disconnection between the control or the maestro, which is the mind, with the instruments. And the instruments is, is the body. We hear St. Cyril of Jerusalem defining the body, what he says. Listen to this carefully. We do nothing without the body. We blaspheme with the mouth, and with the mouth we pray. With the body we commit fornication, and with the body we keep chastity. With the hand we rob, and by the hand we give alms. With the rest in like manner, since then the body has been our minister in, minister in all things, it shall also share with us in the future the fruits of the past. He's implying to the heaven. Therefore, brethren, let us be careful of our bodies, nor misuse them as though not our own. Let us not say like the heretics that this vesture or the vessel of the body belongs not to us, but let us care for, for it as our own. For we must give account to the Lord of all things done through the body. فلو إحنا الزهن بتاعنا زهن روحان وزهن مستنير بالله هنكون في حالة authority أو control على أفعالنا ورغباتنا وأفكارنا وميولنا وكلامنا واحتياجاتنا ده اللي بنسميه self control. 
وبيجي معناه بالعربي يكمل المعنى اللي بنسميه ايه؟ التعفف، حلو قوي كلمه التعفف، يعف يعني يرتقي عن الحاجه. So through the self-control we are elevated over the bad things or the evil things or the, or the falsehood of the world. فالكلمتين بيمشوا مع بعض حلو قوي. If I am in control, I'm restoring the authority of myself. I am supplying myself or elevating myself up of uh, the needs or the weaknesses. And by the way, this uh, and lines, lines very beautiful with the uh, readings of tonight's Vesper, if you pay attention. The Lord told the Jews in tonight, if you are, assuredly I say to you, if you are my disciples or if you abide in my word, you are in my word, you are disciples. And my word sets you free. So self-control as a result leads to freedom. And this kind of freedom allow me to be in communion with God and to, to, and to enjoy my real essence, my, re, my reason of life, my being in life, and my purpose in life in Christ. I'm not connected with God. Why? Because the, the, the Spirit is not working me efficiently and giving me the freedom. And through the freedom, I can get closer to this beautiful light of Christ, like in His transfiguration, and to be one in Him and enjoy my true life in Him. St. Macarius and St. Gregory the theologian define the soul or the master of the soul or the mind and they say about it the mind is the power to receive what is true and what is not true what is good and what is evil what is wise choice and what is unwise choice it is the soul's power to perceive reality to make choices St. Anthony the Great has a much beautiful explanation or elaboration about the mind but he went a little bit extreme Listen to what St. Anthony said. God has ordained that the soul should be filled with the intellect as the body grows, so that man may choose from good and evil what conforms to God. A soul which does not choose the good has no intellect. Since all bodies have souls, but not every soul has intellect. See what he said, Saint Anthony says? يعني لو نفسك لها ذهن مرتبط بالله أنت تمتلك ذهن. ولو ذهنك غير مرتبط بالله أنت إيه؟ سوري في الكلمة يعني من غير ذهن أو من غير عقل. ده بيقول اتقال عليه إيه ده؟ مش عايز أقولها لها إنسان. شوف أدي سنت أنتوني. Saint Anthony was always blunt in his describing, in his definitions. Saint Macarius and Saint Gregory the Theologian, يعني بيخففوها شوية. You might have enlightened mind and darkened mind. Saint Anthony said no. If you had a true intellect in which conform to God, your soul is wise and you have mind. If you don't have this enlightened mind, you do not own a mind as if you are insane. Referring to what? Going away from God through losing the authority of ourselves lead us to the insanity. And what is the insanity? The insanity is when we do the things that harms us. We do not abide in the word of God. We do not respect his commandments and happily 
and joyfully and satisfactorily run after our uh, cardinal things. I'm going to give you a couple examples about that now. For example, I'm going to give you a couple examples to elaborate. Our desire to eat. God ordained that we have a desire to eat. For what reason? For nourishment, for sustenance, and to have the thing that help our body to grow and to, and to, and to function. But sometimes what happens, we become so picky in our food. We become so craving to many things of food to the point that we, we keep eating and eating and excessively eating until we develop what? Gluttony. Gluttony is in Arabic what? يبقى انا مش باكل عشان خاطر ان انا اعيش حياه طبيعيه and sustain my flesh لا ده انا عمال to raise in myself a, a certain desire or craving to food in a way it goes beyond my needs it would affect my mind هنا بقى losing the self control هنا هنا بفقد التعفف من ناحيه الايه الاكل طب وهي دي مشكله يعني ما تسيبني اكل ده تعذبونا ليه لا our church is ascetic church. Ascetic in the sense of you have some time to fast and sometimes do not fast. Sometimes to eat with wisdom and sometimes we have to, to eat less for the sanity of your body and to restore your authority. Give an example of Daniel and the three youth. A beautiful example, Daniel and three youth. And we always give them an example of people who uh, endorse fasting. Daniel ما ياكلوا خلاص. بس دانيال والثلاث فتي عملوا ايه؟ هو جه الملك قال لهم انا هديكوا اسماء جديده. انا هديكوا ثقافه جديده. انا هديكوا تعليم جديد، هديكوا لغه جديده، هديكوا اكل جديد. فلو كان الثلاث فتي سمعوا كلام الملك كان ايه اللي حصل؟ كان بعد الفتره اللي هو مجهزها لهم نيجي نتفرج عليهم هنلاقي ايه؟ هنلاقي ناس ثانيه خالص. Totally different people. Why? They lost their identity, they lost their names, their culture, the obedience to God's commandments. Like in their self-control, they told him, that's fine, we're going to abide in everything, except for food. Why? Leave something to be to be in control of. Give me authority on myself. And after a, a, a period of trial, like 10 days or 20 days, he became perfectly fine, more than even the people were uh, in gluttony, eating lots of food on the table of the king. Another example of the people of Israel, Israelites in the wilderness. What happened? God fed them from the food of the heaven. He sent them quails, flakes with honey in the morning. Without working, without labor, without even being busy-minded about food. But one day they came to Moses and told him, you got, you got out of Egypt from the land of food and you took us to the wilderness and you are, we are happy and we have lost this unworthy or the worthless food. They lost not even the self-control, they lost what? Their sanity. They call the, the, the food of God or from the heaven, it's worthless food. He said, okay, let the servants attack all of them and they're going to die within hours. And plenty of, ser of servants attack the, uh, the, the camp of the Israelites and people start to die. And you know, if God forbid someone is tongue with a serpent or a snake, doesn't die right away, it takes some time of hours of 
shocking or kind of respiratory failure and stuff. It's, it's emotional time when someone dying this way. And they screamed to Moses. Moses, And he told him, okay, on the same likeness of the way of death, which is the serpent, make a bronze serpent and put it in the, like on a pole, like hot together, while we are, they are dying and looking at the mystery of life, which is Christ crucified, they restored their life. What is the mystery about it? When Christ was crucified on the cross, what happened? He crucified in his flesh our passions, our sins, our weaknesses. هتستعيدوا السلطان على نفسكم من خلال السلف كنترول من خلال التعفف. Apply the same on drinking. Why we drink or what we drink? We drink water or electrolytes or nourishing liquid for our circulation in the body organs and so on. دلوقتي لو قلت لأي حد what do you like to drink؟ هيفكر في إيه؟ في الألكول. كلمة drinking أصلاً دلوقتي does not refer to anything other than alcohol. From where this came? came from the indulgence of the flesh, came from the losing of control of the mind on the flesh, the desire of the mind or the soul of the person to risk the sound mind of the person and allow the person to be in dull mind. What benefit we're gonna get from drinking? Nothing. So we believe that there is nothing wrong of the substance itself. Like in drinking itself is a sin. How come? St. Paul, he said a rule, and we, I would love to keep this rule in our minds. He said, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but not all things edify. like a sign before your eyes. What I am choosing now, is it edifying or no? What the things would add to me? If I drink now, this will help me? No. I drink because I feel I'm off. Or I'm down. I need something to help me go through these feelings. No. Because drinking, when we are down, or we are anxious, or something like that, is like masking the underlying cause of the thing. Like when you go to your doctor, to your doctor, I'm tired and I have Tylenol. If you keep giving you Tylenol, what's going to happen by the end? You're going to get kidney failure or liver failure. Why? He has to treat the underlying cause of fever that is the infection. So my, my reason of my uh, personal struggle is not my need to drink, rather I need something to help me to lift me up. Something to fill me from inside. And even hatta our teenage now, whenever they feel they are off or down, like I'm anxious, I have an anxiety, I have depression. Oh, do the kid, I have no depression and anxiety. Just you need help. Just you need to fill your soul. Just you need comfort. And through the comfort of the supporting system around you, your father of confession, your friends, godly friends, your family, 
Christ himself will shine on your heart and fill you up with all comfort. I will get through that. But the easy way is to mask. The easy way is to fall. The easy way to dull our minds in a way we are losing self-control and our control and our an instrument, which was our body. Now the maestro is not working. Now we hear off tunes. Now we hear a, a very sad uh, music tune coming out from this, from this concert. Another example of a ta'af of our self-control is that the thing that we call it mistakenly love. So love in its essence is like a bond between two persons through Christ in order to fulfill sacrificial, unconditional, limitless, great bond in the likeness of the love within God the Holy Trinity. This is the true meaning or the right meaning of love. But usually between a young man and a young girl in the, in the very beginning, something clicks in the heart and nothing wrong about this. It's our nature. God ordained our life in order to develop kind of attraction between them and through the knowledge of God, they grow in true love. They grow in the marriage and through what we call in the marriage, the marriage, the marriage is honorable among all and the bed undefiled. But fornicators and adulterers, God will judge. natural attraction between man and woman is meant for to be achieved or to be done within the sanctuary of marriage. And within the sanctuary of marriage, it is great and honored by God. But if this relationship is performed outside the sanctuary of marriage, what we call it, we have two words here, if you pay attention to these words, fornication and adultery. What's the difference between them? We only will believe in the second one and we we magnify the second one, we respect it, and the first one, we don't care about it. Adultery is breaking the bond of marriage and someone cheats on one another. But the other one also is more dangerous and to developing to the second. Fornication is being in bond with lustful things or lustful acts through the mind or through the body or physically without marriage for the single people. And both of them are sins. And now, the, the most rough and most tough attacks that attacks all of us, including teenage, teenagers, youth, and even adult, and even married people, is the things about lustful things. And it's the biggest sign and the biggest symptom of losing control or self-control. Why? When devil wants to break the holy bond between two persons, he attacks us through the understanding of love. He doesn't say don't love. No, love But he turns the meaning into more physical sense, into more lustful things. So now he twisted the truth toward a false thing. As when it's gonna happen? It turns from the sense of sacrificial love into a, a complete selfish love. Because in the act or the thing of the lustful things, it is implied to uh, self-pleasure, not the other's pleasure. So it is not like a sacrificial anymore, it is selfish. And the way and the tool that the devil use against us now is society ag agreement. 
تروح في اي حته تشوف حاجات غريبه and approval from the society between people actions the media even if you want to watch anything in tv the, the commercials pop up with what with lustful things by time your mind's gonna be inclined to the things as it is approved by everyone nothing wrong and then the maestro of the concert of the self-control والقائد بتاع التعفف هيرتاح للايه للي بيحصل ممكن في الاول a sense of guilt a sense of shame of what, what the person is doing against God's will but over the course of time the mind gonna lost its sanity like who said that Saint Saint Anthony Saint Anthony was so great in his uh, analysis and his diagnosis and when this happened the memory, the mem the, our memories is receiving plenty of pictures and views. And the memory is piled up through this pornography and watching inappropriate things. And by and over time, the imagination is going to start to kick in from the memory to the imagination. And imagination, as they, they call it, he does like a work of productive, reproductive, and even creative. What's the meaning of that? Through, through the memory saved, you're gonna duplicate the memory. And then, you're gonna reproduce a memory from the previous memory. And the person being mere comforted in the darkness of the mind, he's gonna, he gonna create his own memory in his own imagination. And here the person gonna be locked in discouragement and might fall in despair. So the, the danger and the risk and the hazard of losing self-control, we might fall in despair and lose everything. Food is not a big thing. Drinking is not a big thing. Love is not a big thing. If we do it through the right way and the godly way and the mind who is attentive and alert. Give you an example also, the work of the tongue. Sometimes we think the tongue, before moving to the tongue, let me talk about this one thing very quick. The Lord said, the lamp of the body is the eye. Therefore, when your eye is good, your whole body is also full of light. But when your eye is bad, your body is also full of darkness. Therefore, take heed that the light which is in you is not darkness. What's the meaning the eye, the eye is good? If the cornea is intact and good and the light can go through it, so can I see clearly. But when the cornea or the part of the eyes or the lens of the eye become held, what's going to happen? I don't see well. If I don't see well, the body itself becomes blind. I'm going to miss my way. It is the same. He's referring, the Lord is not referring actually to the external eyes, to the internal eyes. People who lived in self-control and ta'afuf, we have a great example of that, St. Paul the Apostle. St. Paul the Apostle was a man who's watching his conscience very strict. And he's in a, in a perfect shape of restoring his authority about himself. One day he was in trial before a governor called Felix and his wife Drusella. And both of them, they struggled with illegal relationship or sexual immorality. When they saw St. Paul and St. Paul stand before them and he talked to them about now as he reasoned about righteousness, self-control, and judgments to come, Felix was afraid and answered, go away for now. When I have a convenient time, I will call for you. What's the meaning of that? 
Felix and Drusilla, when they saw St. Paul standing before them and the grace of God through self-control shining from his face, they couldn't bear with him. ضميرهم مش قادر يستحمل يشوف انسان نقي زي ده واقف ايه قدامهم لان هم مالهم الكلام جاي على ايه على الوجيعه فراح قال له ايه طب اذهب الان وحينما اجد وقت ان انا ايه استدعيك وقعد يضيع في الفرصه مره في الثانيه يجوا اليهود يقولوا لفيليكس السجين بولس مستنيك يقول لهم ايه خليه في يوم ثاني هنجيب لك بولس ميعاد محاكمته النهارده يروح ماجل الايه المحاكمه ليه Felix, conscious, was burdened with the figure of self-control and righteousness shining from whom? From a prisoner, from a weak person. The grace of God shining in you or out of you is much stronger than anything you would think is going to give you a good look or a good appearance or attraction before eyes. My beloved daughter, sometimes we think if we dress more revealing is more attractive never your attraction is in your inner beauty sometimes a young girl fall in an in physical little bed with the one she likes in order to prove her love and once she proves her love through a physical way what's gonna happen right after the boy gonna disrespect her I'm gonna take it out of his mind as uh, a promised a uh, future fiancé, a future wife. شوف اللخبطة جاية منين؟ لا. The most admired is beauty. The most admired is the internal holiness where that shine outside of us. One more thing for the sake of time, the, the control of the tongue. وده يعني أصعب حاجة. If I want to give you analogy of the tongue, أنا بحب أشبهه التنج ده عامل زي إيه؟ The gun. Or like the... Uh, the arrow and the ball. Once it shoots, it hurts. من فعش أنا بعد مضرب الطلقة أقول إيه؟ طب بعد إذنك أنا هجيب بس كده هو إيه؟ يعني تقول وإيه؟ وطلع لك البولت من إيه؟ من يور من يور تشست. طب سامحني كده أنا هجيب شوية ااا تريتمنت on your heart which is wounded by my words. ما بينفعش. طلعت خلاص. That's why Saint James talking about the tongue, it said, he says, for we all stumbles in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man, able also to bridle the whole body. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. See how great a forest, a little fire kindles, and the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. The tongue is so set among our members that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the, the, the fire the, the, that we curse man who have been made in the similitude of God out of the same mouth proceeds blessings and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be so. If we do not grow or develop self-control, we're going to fall in losing off Self-control. St. Paul said to the Corinthians about himself, he is the great among or the greatest among the apostles. He said, I am running in a race, and this race I'm looking for my reward and the prize at the end. But if I don't pay attention to my self-control, I might be disqualified for the kingdom of heaven. 
but I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest then I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. Sincere the Great, I'm gonna close with this. Sincere the Great has a beautiful teaching about how Christ extended his power and his victory over life, over the sin, over the temptation into our nature, and now it is in our hands, and we are entitled to use it with, and, with, and to restore our authority. Sincere the Great emphasized on Christ with man as one of us, and because he is man and one of us, he did everything in our behalf for us and for our sakes. I will tell you, Christ as a man was one of us. He did everything on our behalf for us and like us. St. Cyril said, commenting in book of John chapter 16, Christ appeared superior to and stronger than every sin and worldly hindrance. And since he has conquered, he will also bestow the power to conquer upon such as attempt the struggle for his sake. كل واحد هيجاهد من أجل المسيح هيعطيه نفس البار اللي هو أخذها نفس القوة اللي كانت فيه على الأرض. Just as we have hereby overcome corruption and death, since as man, المسيح كإنسان, as man for us and for our sakes, Christ became alive again, making his own resurrection the beginning of the conquest over death. The power of his resurrection will surely extend even unto us, since he that overcame death was one of us. Inasmuch as he was incarnate man, and as we overcome sin, over, and overcame sin, and as we overcome death, that holy died in Christ first. كلنا بطبيعة البشرية جازت هذا الموت وتأخذه من خلال إفخارستيا والإعتراف. Christ that is being the bereaver, the bereaver to us the blessing as his own kindred, as also we ought to be of good cheer, because we shall overcome the world in him. For Christ as man, being, being incarnate as one of us, for Christ as man overca overcame, overcame it for our sakes, being here in the beginning, and the gate, and the way for the race of man. For they, for they who once were fallen and vanquished have now overcome and are conquerors through him, who conquered as one of ourselves and for our sakes. For, it, for if he conquered as God, then he profits us, he profits us nothing. But as man, he, we are here in, we are conquerors in him. For he is us, he is to us the second Adam, come from heaven, according to the scriptures, just as then he hath borne the image of the earthly, according to its likeness, falling under the, the yoke of sin. So likewise also shall we bear the image of the heavenly that is Christ, overcoming the power of sin and triumphing or conquering over all the tribulation of the world, for Christ has overcome the world, and glory be to our God forever. Amen.